Hello there, darlings. It is I, Poppy Merriweather. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. This week, the ladies are playing music that was popular during their tween years. They tried to get me to quote some asinine 80s catchphrase in this introduction, but I have standards. I would never repeat the same thing over and over again. And now, on with the show. <laughs> sound of the cuckoo, you know that it is time for the Clockwork Cabaret! Like, for oh. sure. Oh, grody. To the max. <laughs> I am Emmett Davenport. And I am Lady Addercup. And this week, we delve heavily into the 80s. <laughs> if you couldn't tell. <laughs> this is, that, was our, that was our subtle hint. It's radical. <laughs> it's ra- Don't have a cow, man. <laughs> Totally. Totally. It's like totally wow. <laughs> and if you grew up in New England, it's wicked. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's wicked. wicked. It's wicked cool. We had rad. Rad was big rad. Oh, wicked rad. rad. Wicked no, cool. No, no. We didn't have a wicked. Oh, no. We, we just, just had, had rad. A, wicked went involved in anything if you lived in New England. <laughs> Massachusetts area mostly. I never lived in New England. I lived in New Jersey. I'm surprised they didn't say wicked. I don't remember. I was very small. Oh, well, I was wee. Go. I was wee. wee. And they didn't say, they did say use guys. Oh, yeah. That's not, that's not so much an 80s thing. That's no, just it's a, more of a New Jersey thing. Yeah, it's just New Jersey. <laughs> well, I didn't realize everyone in my family said use guys until one of my friends pointed it out to me. It was like, your grandma just said use guys. Did she? Oh, oh, my grandma has a Jersey accent. And everybody's like, yeah. You she was talking about the Jets for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, she probably was. Didn't realize. I didn't hear it. I just didn't hear it. Because it wasn't like, you know, Al Pacino levels of Jersey. Just like, you know, you know. Well, yeah, Al Pacino, I don't think sounds like no, that No, he's all from New time. York, but, but like, no, you know, just whatever. Like, you know, hey, you guys, do you guys want some, I don't know, some soda or something? What just watch doing? Married to the Mob. If you want to hear <laughs> really good, yeah, right. I haven't ever. Seen, I don't think I've ever seen that movie. It's a very eighties movie. It stars uh, Michelle Pfeiffer and Matthew Modine, and oh. she's a mobster's she's wife. She's the mobster. I I know she's the mobster's wife, and and I know of it, but I have never seen. Well, it. it's very it's very New Jersey. Oh, I I, I would stick with Earth Girls or Easy. Well, that's also that's more <laughs> California. I thought. I think it is California, but that's. That's a, it's very 80s. It's very 80s. It is. Super, yes. It also has a very young and uh, often shirtless Jeff Goldblum, so you're right. welcome. So what was your favorite uh, movie when, when you I were was, a tween? When I was a tween? When, when I was a, a young tween. child when you were slash young, tween? Yes, when you were... Goonies, hands mm. down. I loved Goonies. I mean, I, I also liked... Oh, and I, I also like all the Star Wars, of course. Yes. Because Return, Star of, the, Wars, yeah. Return of the Jedi came out in the 80s. Yes. And I 83. think, uh, yeah, and I think uh, Return uh, Empire Strikes Back is in 80? 
Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think it's in eighty. Yeah. and then Return of the Jedi is eighty three. I Return of the Jedi was my favorite because I have a distinct memory of mm. going to the theater to see it with my dad and my brothers, and my dad lied to us and told us that speeder bikes were real. Oh and my! My father said that too. Yes, I and think then it was that a when we turned sixteen, he would buy oh, us one. And because I was the oldest, I got very excited because that meant I would get a speeder bike first. Yes. Little so, did you realize. But I did not realize they were a lie. Yes. <laughs> that my dad was a liar. Oh no! I should have. Yeah. No, my father also lied. I'm sure that many, many children many, of many, in the many 80s, parents of the 80s the told parents their lied children. to them also probably lied about the hover the hoverboards in back to oh, the future oh back to the future that probably, those were real that those were real and they were coming out no, any day now no they're that not was probably Grem- all... i actually really wanted a gremlin or not a gremlin a mogwai a mogwai really wanted a mogwai i didn't see that what was your favorite 80s movie oh it's it's um oh gosh all right, this is going to be embarrassing. All right, you ready? Well, you asked me. You yeah, ready? I'm ready. So when I was a young child of, mm-hmm. a, of about, mm, I want to say 10 or 11, mm-hmm. I really loved Barry Gordy's Last Dragon. Oh, no, Barry Gordy's Last Dragon is the best. It was my favorite movie. It is movie. not. That's not embarrassing it, in the slightest. It is. It, it is, is a terrible movie. No, it's not. It's, it's the best. So very eighties. It's but it is very eighties. It is very eighties. It is a great movie. But I love that movie so much. I watched it every weekend. He's, he's every the weekend. Shogun of Harlem. Shogun of Harlem. Show enough. Yes. If you haven't, like, we're not. Also, do the main it. character is Bruce Leroy. <laughs> That's it's, his name. It's really, not, seriously. No. It's it is it's one of those movies that is. It's probably not politically correct. No, probably not. It's, it's not horrible. But I loved but there's it. There's a lot. Of, they're they're trending in a P- lot of the main Asian stereotypes. The actor's name was Tiamat. Mm-hmm. He basically plays oh, like the, for in the show. Gonna the the no Tiamat is Bruce Leroy. Oh, Bruce Leroy. Yeah, his his acting name, his stage name was Tiamat. Tiamat. I did not know yeah. that. No, I I know this because Slayer I watched it because I watched it all the time. <laughs> There's a couple of of, yes. of nerds that are laughing at yeah, my joke right probably, now. Probably, probably. Tiamat was the same yes. yes, he was a dragon. Babylonian. Babylonian god. Yes. Yes, yes. and he basically <laughs> is like a uh, black Bruce, Bruce Lee, Lee, right, Lee right. It's, knockoff guy. It is, it is, it is a, it's a spoof of Bruce Lee kung fu movies, but set in a black neighborhood yes. in the 1980s. Yes, and Vanity is in it. Yes, Vanity is in Vanity it. Vanity is in it. And then, Faith Prince is in it, who, yes. who is a phenomenal uh, uh, actress and musical, like she's yeah, in no, a bunch a of bunch musical of, like, things. Really... Yeah, uh, Chaz Palminteri is in it in a very small role. William H. Macy is in it he in a small, in weird little role. It's probably one of his first movie things. Uh, he, it's one of those movies where you watch it now as an adult, and I started going, oh, oh I remember that. that person and that person and that person. Uh, Julius, I just looked it up because I couldn't remember the actor's Oh, yeah, he's name. Lord Julius, Bowler. Yeah, Julius Carey is yes. Lord Bowler, if in, there are... In, the five of you out there that remember who watched Briscoe County, County Junior, he's Lord Bowler. He was the Shogun of Harlem. Yes. He is. He's just a... watching his scenes. Oh my gosh! Is it's worth the. It's worth, worth the movie. Yes. he's so funny. He's a funny yes. actor. He oh was, no, he is. Oh, he was. He was yes. a great. Uh, and 
Fun fact. I have actually have a fun fact. Oh. About Briscoe County Jr. Oh. I do. The gun that Lord Bowler uses in Briscoe County Jr. later resurrects itself in a... Firefly. Uh, Firefly, yes, yes. as uh, Zoe's gun. Yes. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That's It's yeah. the same prop. Oh, yeah. Well, they that happens a lot. <laughs> it so does happen a lot, but it was a thing that made me like, oh. <laughs> well, and so Briscoe County Jr. came out in the late 80s, early 90s, I believe. It might be early 90s. It feels like it. If time you have period. not seen it, I don't, I don't know where you can find Briscoe County Jr. I, I own it. Everyone can come to my house. We'll watch it. Come to the airship. We'll have a marathon. Oh, that was the nineties. So that will be in our next episodes. But it was it was a western. Uh, because in the nineties, westerns got inexplicably popular, and with uh, Bruce Campbell. Well, yeah, and it had a lot of steampunk elements. It was very steampunk. It was very steampunk. Um, it was. I want to say. Oh yeah, it was because Young Guns had come out. Yeah, it was it was post Young yeah, Guns, and, and so then there was the Young Riders, Young Riders, which television. was on television, and then Briscoe Kenny Jr. Westerns got a brief. Well, also because Back to the Future had ha- that had the, the third installment, which was in the West. in the West. Yeah, so I that, actually loved all those movies. Yeah, so that was kind of one of the reasons why all of that. But yes, yeah, so even but, even though that Bon Jovi song was oh, it's so bad, yeah, well, and I had it on tape. So I'm not judging anybody that still also, kind of loves it, but I also really liked Willow. Willow came out in the eighties, yes, yes, late eighties. I loved Willow. That was where I discovered my love of Val Kilmer. <laughs> I only love Val Kilmer. <laughs> no, I, Willow. That's pretty much it. I mean, I know he was in other things. I liked Real Genius. That was very eighties. Oh, he was in Real Genius and and, that, yeah. and Top Secret. Which is problematic, but but there's a really funny scene in the book sh- in the Dolly esque uh, bookshop in Top Secret. That's pretty funny. Uh, did with Einstein? I want to say with, what was the movie that took place in Australia? Yeah, it was serious? young. Yeah, no, or young. It was young. young Ein- serious was young Einstein. Was it Yahoo Serious? I that's thought it was. A, Yahoo oh, serious. that's right. No, that's the actor. Yes, I'm thinking of the Russian guy who was also popular in the 80s. Yakov Smirnov. Yakov Smirnov. Yeah, different person. Totally Yahoo different. Serious had big, ridiculous, crazy hair. He had hair. big, crazy, frizzy hair. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes, that came out in the 80s. I did like, I liked that movie too. I'm not even going to pretend I didn't. No. I haven't seen it since the 80s. Right. It's probably hot garbage. Yeah. Also, Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. Ted came out in the 80s, both of them. Right, which was great. Yes. You're so going to argue with no, me. It was great. Oh, no, I own the, those I movies. I loved Bill and Ted. Both of them. I, I actually really liked the Grim Reaper in those movies. Yes. No, the Grim Reaper was the best part yes. in Bill and Ted too. So, yeah. Uh, well, honestly, all the scenes where they took the people from the future into the oh, yes. present day. The only part I... W- I oh, and the history nerd in me later. Yeah. Later, not as a child. Right. But later would be like, Genghis Khan wasn't a moron. No. He conquered China. Yeah. He knew what things were. Yes. What is this? Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of our formulative... Media was consumed at this age for yes. both of us. Oh yeah, all the cartoons. So fun fact. Well, no, I'll say I'll I'll save it for later. For I'll save, save it for, for the next. Uh, we'll play some music so first, and okay. then I will tell some more stories about my formative years.
That's Boys Don't Cry with I Wanna Be a Cowboy. Before that, we had Public Image Limited with Rise. And starting off our set was The Buggles with Video Killed the Radio Star. And historically, yes. uh, that song was actually uh, recorded in 1979, but because it was the first video to ever air on MTV, we thought it was appropriate for, and, for the and, 80s show. And intrinsically list, linked with the 80s forever. Yeah, forever, forever and ever. And prophetic, forever. honestly, yes. because video did kill the radio star. Yes. And both of us actually have a personal connection to Boys Don't Cry's I Want to Be a Cowboy. Oh, yes. So That involves terrestrial radio. Yeah, it does. So when I was in high school, uh, you know, I, I went to, I was homeschooled up until high school. So uh, in the mornings when I would get ready to go to school, the local radio station weirdly was very new wave alternative rock centric first thing in the morning i don't know why um i actually thought that was all mainstream music i did not realize that that was not the norm for for <laughs> elsewhere I... <laughs> so so uh every morning they would play that song because the host one of the hosts of the show was named ted and it, yeah and and, and uh i have a story about weird New yeah. wave rock first thing in the morning and boys don't cry. Uh, when I was in college, this was in the in the mid nineties, but when I was in college, uh, there was an eighties show late at night on Sundays from like either midnight or one a.m. till about three, and every week without fail because we were always up working on some kind of project, we called the radio station and requested boys don't cry. I want to be a cowboy. Because we wanted to hear it every single week. That poor DJ was, every week he'd be like, I'm not playing it this week, guys. We'd be like, please. And he'd be like, no, no, I'm sick of hearing that song. I'm not playing it. We'd be like, who else is listening? Come on, play it for us, please. And every week he would cave and do it. Right. Because who else was up? Yes. So if you were a terrestrial radio DJ in the Jacksonville, San Augustine area of Florida in the mid to late 90s, and there were a bunch of college girls who were high on marker fumes calling you at 3 a.m. begging to hear Boys Don't Cry, we're sorry. We're not sorry, but we're sorry. I well, still think of you fondly. If you were a DJ in Springfield, Vermont in the 80s, mid 80s, uh, thank you for playing a bunch of New Wave on the morning show. New Wave and and you, various other alternative music. You because want to hear the weirdest 80s New Wave alt st- story ever about radio? I don't know. I can, Do I? You might. Also, when I was in college. Uh-oh. Briefly. This is uh, IRL. Like Yes. In real life. Everybody, yes. pause your steampunk engines for just a moment. I, I think we're since we're in the okay. 80s, now I feel like we can do that. Steampunk engines yeah. are paused. I worked in a McDonald's as a manager in a Walmart. Ooh. Can you get more white trash America than that? I don't think you can. Mm, and I was in no. my 20s. I was in college. So what you don't know about, I don't know about now, but Walmart, ye olden Walmart, uh, was that they actually had a dedicated radio show for the overnight crew. Mm. So they hired DJs and they pumped music in to like they had a deep like a yeah. like a literal morning chat show right. for Walmart employees specifically. 
for the overnight crew. Well, to indoctrinate them with their Walmart. No, propaganda. no, because it was no, it was like it was it was just like a normal radio station, except that you knew it was Walmart specific because oh. they mentioned Walmart. It's oh. like on Walmart radio, it's so and so in the morning. And whoever was on the shift right before the store opened, because I would be in there before the store opened right. for breakfast, played eighties alternative, like nonstop. So it was the Cure and Susie and the Banshees and like, you know, Sisters of Mercy. All and the it music was, we listened to, like all the music I was really into. Yeah. But it was really weird to hear it pumped over the speakers in Walmart. I'd just be like, wait, what? Wait, is this Boys Don't Cry? Wait, what? That's very strange. Well, while you were working at McDonald's, I was working in a movie theater. <laughs> we had such like, great jobs. Yes. Oh, that was awful. I was forced to watch Super Mario Brothers. That was an awful... I was a... I was a and I have watched Jurassic Park more times <laughs> than I care to ever remember. Because uh, it was in the theater forever. Yeah, because it was a big movie. And it was a big box. All I remember, movie. mostly, mostly, I just caught the scene where the T Rex roars because that was the time that I would have to go into the theater to switch the lights to prepare for the end of the movie. That was the ah, that was a, that was a, the a, cue. That was a cue, but I would have to stand there and listen to the roar. <laughs> Every, that roar. every night yes and it would and we had just gotten thx sound oh gosh the theater. And, and, and obsessed it would, with that it would sound like it was right behind me and if i wasn't watching the screen because i was having to stand on tiptoes to flip the light to flip the switch uh it would make me jump every time. You you know T Rexes probably didn't sound like that. Right? No, I know because they're, they're giant related chickens. to chickens. They probably right, go- yeah. Regalked. <laughs> it's a problem. Yeah, probably. It's just not as it's not as terrifying. terrifying. Yeah. All right, let's play some more music and then we'll talk about cartoons.
was Gloria Estefan with the Miami Sound Machine with Rhythm Is Gonna Get You, because it's gonna get you. Before that, we had Debbie Gibson with Only In My Dreams, and starting off our set was Tiffany with I Think We're Alone Now. And now, a word from our sponsors. There's just one place to go for all your spatula needs. Spatula City! Spatula City! A giant warehouse of spatulas for every occasion. Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color. And because we eliminate the middleman, we can sell all our spatulas factory direct to you. Where do you go when you want to buy name brand spatulas at a fraction of retail cost? Spatula City! Spatula City! And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquidation sale. Buy nine spatulas, get the tenth one for just one penny. Don't forget, they make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift of a spatula? Spatula City! Spatula City! Hello, this is Cy Greenbloom, president of Spatula City. I like their spatulas so much, I bought the company. Spatula City, seven locations. We're in the yellow pages under spatulas. My, where did you get that lovely spatula? Spatula City, we sell spatulas, and that's all. If you would like to sponsor this podcast, you can. Simply email us at clockworkcabaret at gmail.com with the word advert in the subject line. No spatulas.
was the Smiths with Cemetery Gates. Before that, we had In Excess. In Excess. In Excess. I can't... No, it's just In Excess. I know, but it's... I, it, I it's, can't... Yeah. I, it throws just say In Excess. In Excess. That's all it is. In Excess. <laughs> it's still too hard. With I or send... Or Inxes. Inxes. <laughs> no, that would be Inxes. Oh. Because right. uh, an X would be pronounced as a C in the middle oh. of a word. Never mind. <laughs> You know how good I am at pronunciations. In excess with, I sent a message. Before that, we had Duran Duran with Hungry Like the Wolf. Yes. That was my first Duran Duran song. Oh. When I was a wee wee child and I was homeschooled and I didn't have any friends. (laughs) You you still had Simon Le Bon? I had, well, yes. But... (laughs) No, how I dis- we all had how Simon I dis- How I discovered Duran Duran. This is so nerdy. <laughs> so nerdy. It's not worse than my all right. Word, so I was I was I was homeschooled. Mm-hmm. I had a friend who lived next door to my grandparents. Mm-hmm. Her name was Anne. She uh she went to school. Like you do. She was she, she was, was a normal she was mom. a normal child. But we were uh, around the same age. And uh, it was in the 80s, there was a really big, weird fixation with trapper keepers. Yes. And collecting stickers. Stickers and folders. Yeah. The, the folders had pictures and things like that. Yeah. And she had one that had Duran Duran in there. And you were like, who are these pretty makeup yes, boys? Yes, who are these pretty makeup boys? What is this? And she went, it's Duran Duran. They're a band. And I went, hmm. Oh. Yes, I knew oh, that. All right. And then I went out and bought a tape. I, too, am a human child. I am a human child that knows how to human. My what, first... How do you pronounce... And then I went, oh, Duran Duran, like the character, like the villain in Barbarella. And Barbarella. And then I was asked to leave because that how is not a... How have you seen Barbarella? Because that is not that a is movie. inappropriate. That is not a movie that a young child should have seen. And I went, it was on TV. <laughs> so, so it was a... They blocked it. They blocked a lot out. But the eighties were big on that. Yeah. The eighties and nineties. There was a lot of inappropriate uh movies that were edited down to be shown on uh network television. There were also a lot of inappropriate movies that as children you would not have realized it, but as an adult oh, when you yeah. go back to watch. One You're of my like... favorite ones was Monster Squad. Oh, yeah. Monster Squad. As a child, seems like a awesome. fun, awesome movie about about all of those Paramount Picture uh, 
monsters. So like Dracula and Wolfman and, and the Mummy the and Frankenstein's Gilman. monster oh, Gil- and the Gilman, hey, Gilman. and up? all of those things. And so awesome. And that's all I remember. Also, there was a whole thing about how Wolfman's got nards. Yeah. And that's all I remembered about it. And then I watched it as an adult and realized well, this is inappropriate. that there is this whole whole Nazi subplot? Well, yeah, there's the Nazi subplot. There's also the subplot about the parents of two of the kids having a having marital problems mm-hmm. and that's disturbing. There's also a whole There's weird a big whole slut shaming thing. thing. Yes, mm-hmm. like a lot of stuff in it's there. It's like that... we need a virgin to read this it was like okay boys well all, all right you... I, as far as i can tell there is a club full of you yes one of you little jerks come up here and read this yeah. why you got to find what? a child well, why a girl does it have why to, have to be, be a girl, girl? yes uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 it's a lot a no, lot it was adult, very problematic no but I, problematic. I also loved monster squad as yeah. a kid and then went back and watched it as yeah. an adult and was like what was this crap they were feeding us also in gremlins if you if you have gone yeah. back to watch Gremlins, Gremlins is the reason we have a PG thirteen rating. Fun yes. fact. Yeah. So the, so part of that is because of the the kitchen scene where where uh, the mother has is mutilating Gremlins all over the place, mm-hmm. and there is green. Also, there's it's very funny, but there's also the worst Christmas story ever. Yes. In the middle oh, of the movie. Oh yeah. In the middle For of the no movie. Reason. In the middle of the movie. Never brought up before. Never brought up well, again. It is brought a similar story is told in Gremlins 2. Oh, that's oh maybe it's Gremlins 2 I'm thinking of that. No, it's both. No. Oh oh, good, it's both. No, because they bring it back because because (laughs) the Phoebe Cates character tells this very, very disturbing story about the death of her father in a Santa Claus suit. And that's why she hates Christmas. Right, because he but, tried to climb down the chimney and died. Yes. First and, of all, Phoebe Cates, your dad was a drunk. Well, like, also, why else but, would he but be also trying to the climb part down the where, chimney? Where Billy is just going, yeah, 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 we've all heard this yeah. before, honey. Close your mouth, Christmas girl. Yeah, we've got sh- monsters we've to fight. This. Yeah. And in and in Gremlin and in Gremlins too, she tells a similar story about uh, I think it's Easter. President's Day or Lincoln's <laughs> birthday or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It 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 carried over. Mm. Also, I highly recommend going back and watching Gremlins too if you haven't seen it in a while because that movie is is all about Trump. <laughs> I am not kidding. <laughs> Gremlins 2 predicted our total inc- I am, our current I am not cl- kidding. political climate. I watched it again recently and and the and the main character uh yeah, yeah. no. Well, no, I mean we we oh, have no, it's a it's we a, have personally off air it's a talk. skyscraper it's a skyscraper named after the guy his his name is everywhere on the well, building. Well, yeah, cuz he yeah. was a, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't think it's going to be I don't no, think even the creators would Pretend they were satirizing oh, no. that. No, no, uh, it was a whole thing. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, yeah. We, 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 you and I we have, have talked come, off have air about circle. how all of a sudden all these protest songs from the 60s and 70s yeah. and 80s suddenly have newfound relevance that they didn't when we were growing up and we're like, oh. Yes, except also uh, Bloom County and uh, Doonesbury Comics, which were very popular oh, in the 80s, right, yeah. all made fun of our current president. Yeah. As well, yeah, yeah, Those back are fun. then, yeah, in the go 80s, look so them up. Go look the them up. 
It's his, uh, it's it's historical. It's historical and hysterical. Uh, do we want to talk about cartoons now, or should we do one more song set? Let's do one we'll... more song set, and okay. then we will talk about cartoons. Because we got off on a tear about Gremlins. Well, because Gremlins is wonderful.
plastic of mind Where the lies are table, the table stands For the power of success, respect on the sign Intelligence so cold, a heart like glass From the surface to
Are you done, Andy? Okay, he's done. That was the Sisters of Mercy with Torch. Before that, we had Peter Murphy with Deep Ocean Vest Sea. And starting off our set was Susie and the Banshees with Peekaboo. All right. So let us delve into Saturday morning cartoons. All right, I'm ready. All right. Hold so, on. oh, all right. All right. There we are. Okay. So, for our younger listeners, they probably have never experienced Saturday morning cartoons. Saturday morning cartoons were was a thing that that was very prevalent in the eighties uh, and the nineties. And then, uh, well, it died out. It died out in uh, the late to mid nineties. I okay. Yeah, no, okay. it did. Oh, it went away because is... I know because I still watch I'm Saturday morning that. cartoons until that point. And then one day, one day I got up on a and I was because I had the day off and I went, ooh, now's my chance. I get to lay on the couch and watch Saturday morning cartoons. And I turned that on and I was sad and disappointed because network television only had news shows. Oh. Like for kids, but they were news shows. Oh. Like they still had after school sh- cartoons though. Do they? Did they? It, well, in the in I don't know about now, but in the yeah. through well, the 90s into the 2000s, at least into the early 2000s they did. Well, Saturday morning cartoons was a thing. Was a thing. I think it was a thing in the 70s as well. It started yes. off in yeah. the 70s. It started off in the 70s and then went on into through so, the 80s. Basically, your children were awake before you. Yes. And needed something to keep them occupied so they wouldn't right. bother you. So yes. every Saturday morning, if you're not familiar, I feel like most of our listeners are probably familiar. Yes. They played cartoons for a solid block into Soul Train. Yes. Well, until yes. Soul Train until came Soul on. Tra- yeah. Well, that at noon. Yeah. Noon, noon was Soul Train. And that was usually the time that you were, I w- well, I was told I wasn't allowed to sit in front of the television anymore. Um, I, being homeschooled, uh, I ha- also... M- hippie parents uh i had a set amount of time i was allowed to watch television throughout the week yeah well us too yeah yeah, most we were only allowed on certain yeah certain stretches saturdays i was only allowed to watch until noon until soul train until soul train um with the sad misconception that i had only been up since nine Ish. I woke up at 6 a.m. Oh, yeah. Because that's when cartoons started. <laughs> they weren't my favorite at that time. No, no, time. that was when it was all Hanna-Barbera uh, reruns. Oh, or Care Bears or Monchichis. Oh, no, no, no. Or... Care Bears was some prime time. That was... Oh, I just... I don't know. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. I just remember that the they ones that were on. They had toys to sell. Yeah. I just Anything that didn't the... have toys to sell was the Well, I just remember morning. little, the shows in the morning, early mornings were not my favorite. So that was the time that I could make my sugar sandwich or my. What? My on sugar. earth is a sugar My sugar. Okay. So right, I wasn't no. allowed processed sugar. Okay. But yeah, you had it. We I had it. We had because well, you're it making was, a sugar. Sandwich. It was limited, and uh-huh. so I was allowed to make myself cinnamon sugar toast. Oh, okay. So yeah. However, if there wasn't any sugar and cinnamon made, 
set out for mm-hmm. me to make it, I had to figure out something else to eat for breakfast. Um, because well, you couldn't just grab the sugar and the cinnamon, you know. No, they were in. Sh- I was. I'm short. I have always <laughs> been short. Yeah, but that's when you hop up on the counter. Well, so and probably crack your head open. Well, on so something. it was a but, lot. It was a lot easier to just use the butter and the sugar and the bread. I see. Four went the sh- the cinnamon, cinnamon yeah, altogether. Yeah. No, I just toasted, put some butter on the toast, and then sprinkled sugar. That sounds awful. It was delicious. Even as, as a someone, child, oh, as someone, I wasn't who, allowed processed sugar. Oh. Like you talk about how hippie your parents were. Mine yeah. weren't, but I was also not allowed. You know, caffeine. I had to sodas. eat carob. I did not ever have to eat carob. Yeah, yeah. As someone but I was who had not to allowed. Eat. I was not allowed to process sugary cereals. No, I, was I didn't. Not allowed wasn't, yeah. to eat. I wasn't. Never sprinkled sugar on my. I didn't. Wasn't allowed Kool Aid. Yeah. I I never made a sugar sandwich. You you don't know what you're missing. I I mean I wouldn't do it now. No, it sounds awful and gritty. It was probably gross, but as a small child, you were just like, it I was just the greatest. Also, also, I was up at six o'clock in the morning, and I was planning on sitting in front of the television oh. for six hours. So there needed to be a lot of sugar in I me. Just, I just realized something. What I was allowed processed sugar, but only when I helped my dad at work. Well, you also drank soda. Didn't we you? no we 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 had limited amount of soda we were allowed and none oh. of it had caffeine in it. Ah. My mom lied to us and told us she liked the taste of caffeine free Coke better than regular Coke. Oh, yes, yeah, and she kept it warm. Ew. All right. And that was how she tried to keep us away from, from drinking soda. Uh. Joke was on her. I now like room temperature soda. Yeah. See, we were only allowed clear. Sodas. Yeah. No, we we were allowed that, ginger that ale. That was the rule. Sprite. Yeah. So our up. rule was so I was very excited when I when there was the clear root beer. We oh we were allowed to have root beer because there wasn't caffeine in root beer. Yeah, we were allowed, and and, and you thing. probably never had Doctor Brown's. I cherry no cola. I no well, for one I don't like cherry soda. Oh so no, well it, there's disgusting. there's a whole it's a whole series of yeah, yeah it's no, it's a New it. York soda company Doctor Brown. Oh no, I know Doctor Brown's. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. just never had the cherry because gross. Oh no, it's the cherry best. is gross. Well, they also had other flavors. They also the had cherry the... cola was the only kind that we ever. It's got not a where... cola. It's just a cherry soda. Yeah. Well, the cherry soda was the only kind that we ever saw that Doc Brown where oh, yeah. I lived. So we had we they also had a I think they have a vanilla but, that's like a like a cream soda and there was an either an apricot or a peach. Yeah. No, the cherry was the only kind we ever saw, so I never had it. Because gross. Had it. My mom liked it. I think my sister liked it. I haven't had one of those in years. Yeah. I saw them in the store the right. other day. But so Saturday oh, morning yeah. cartoons. Saturday morning cartoons. Saturday morning cartoons were, were a thing. also the best and the worst. Yes. Yeah. Most of the cartoons they were, were awful. aimed at selling toys. Mm-hmm. And, and you have fond memories of them and we understand yes, we are right there with you. But yes, they were they were horrible. Categorically awful. Yes. And if they didn't have if they didn't have toys to sell, they're they're still kind of terrible. What is the most niche? Okay, here's a weird question. Okay. The most niche Saturday morning cartoon that you remember that had a toy line. So, because I have two mm. in mind, and they are both awful and also very niche. All right, you go, and I will okay, think about so it. Okay, the two I remember, yeah, okay. the Glowworms. Remember Glowworms? Oh, they yeah. were big in the 80s. They had a cartoon. It was terrible. 
What was the cartoon with the bumble with Bumble Lion? That was oh the Where, the fuzzles the, the fu- fuzzles or something like that the yes. wuzzles the wuzzles the, the fuzzles, fuzzles the, the muzzles. muzzles they were like yeah Bumble Lion el- elephant fly butter butter fan Flutterby. Flutterby. There was, was a, a there was yeah a there was like an elephant butterfly yeah I just hippo. remember I just remember my sister had. The Bumble Lion. Oh, there was also the Popples. They yes. had a cartoon for a hot minute. Yeah, and they were terrible. Uh, and then the Shirt Tails. Oh, yeah, and Shirt Tails, yeah. Which were small. And Pound Puppies. Yeah, but small, I feel like Pound Puppies was fairly mainstream. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and there was a Cabbage Patch Kids. There were several Cabbage Patch Kid cartoons, and they were all terrifying. Yeah, and then they made a Garbage Pail Kids. There was that Garbage. Was there awful, was a movie. Awful. Yeah, it was a awful. A terrifying movie. Awful. Awful. That my oh, and also, father took us to see in the theaters. My pet monster had my a cartoon. My pet monster was awesome, though. It did. Well, have the a toy itself was cool. Mighty Max had a cartoon, and as did Polly Pocket. If if basically were if it, these on in the mornings? These on, were these Saturday mornings. They might some have, of them might they not might have been. have been in the early morning on uh, network television. Yeah, because we didn't have because there was also in addition to Saturday morning cartoons, which was the largest block of cartoon programming. Do you remember? There was cartoons before school and after oh, yeah. school to keep kids quiet. Yeah. Do you well, remember do. Schoolhouse Rock? Yes, I do. That used to play every on Saturday mornings. And also, they would, they would also, do you remember those com- remember those commercials about about wagon cheese, wheels? The wagon wheels. <laughs> there was that small weird guy that was that very like excited that, about cheese, yes. and also and he was like, "You can make wagon wheels." And it's I, like you got garbage out of the fridge. I just, just remember the mouth. salad one about don't drown your food. There was about, a, yeah, putting was dressing a, too much well, dressing on your salad. Do you, want to, do you want to get real nerdy? You want to get real nerdy up okay, in here? Okay, yeah, sure. All right, so in the 1980s is when parent organizations started organizing because they noticed that all of this cartoon, these cartoons were garbage. Yeah. Like, you can make an argument that the 1970s cartoons were also garbage because yeah. Hanna-Barbera had a formula. Yeah, and, and by just God, it. they were yeah. going to combine every conceivable, you know, manufactured group of the Scooby gang yeah. with... Talking animals. Sometimes yeah. it was a car. Sometimes it was a shark. Sometimes yeah. it was a ghost. Sometimes Jabber it was jobs, a gorilla. Yeah. Sometimes it was yeah. a I don't know Huckleberry Hound. Yeah. Sometimes it was just Huckleberry Hound. They were like, I don't know what to do with him. Here, put him with the Scooby Gang. Snagglepuss. <laughs> yeah, no, Snaggle. I don't think Snagglepuss ever joined the Scooby Gang, but someone animate that. That would be awesome. Actually, I think. Cartoon well, no, Network there was the Laffy, the Laffy Taffy Racers. Or, or something no, that like was that. the oh the Wacky Racers. Wacky Racers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Which was all their... With Whiplash. All their... Well, all the cartoons they already owned all of the copyrights on. (laughs) But yeah, so you can make the argument that the 1970s into the early 80s wasn't great for cartoons. Um, But the 1980s was even worse because literally every cartoon was... An advertisement, pretty like, much. Yeah, dino. I can't. Yeah, I can't you can't. I can't. They, I can't all even the ones think. we just named had yes. toy lines, yeah. and that's not even getting into like the big well, popular and, like, ones. The like, afternoon ones were like GI Joe, GI Joe, and Thundercats, Shira, He Man. Yeah. You know the the Transformers. Yeah, yeah. Voltron. And, Voltron. Though I will say, Voltron. I like Voltron. I like Voltron. Ro- and, Robotech. Robotech had a toy line. Yeah. Well, and they were one of my favorites. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, so you, I watched a lot of Robotech. You, you can't name... And Captain Harlock. 
That was Captain nice. Harlock did not have a toy line. He did not. But that because was a, I would have bought them all. <laughs> that was a weird import that somebody went, ah, yeah, let's just translate these and throw them up on TV. That was also how we got yeah. in the 90s, the uh, Dragon Ball and Sailor Moon. But that's a 90s yeah. conversation. Yeah. Which I won't understand, <laughs> ah, but that's fine. I can talk to you about that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so basically parents groups... Started yeah. noticing, oh, My Little Pony is all that other stuff. Yeah. It's strawberry shortcake. Pepper yeah. Fruit. This is all Smurfs. Gar- Smurfs. Oh, God, the snorks, the underwater oh, yes. Smurfs. Yeah, they, yeah. They were like, this is all garbage television, and it's just selling our kids toys. So we need educational stuff. Yeah. We need our kids to learn. So, so uh, stations that wanted to show kids programming had to have a preset amount of educational yes. programs and that's when you started getting the PSAs yes. and the the infamous anti-drug oh gosh yeah like that extended i don't you probably didn't have to to watch this but there was in the 80s there was an extended cartoon where all your favorite characters were going to be in the same cartoon and so it was like the looney tunes with ninja turtles was and... that space jam no 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 it was a it was a psa to tell us oh. about the dangers of drugs and possibly oh no crack. i was homeschooled so yeah. i did not you, did you ever see the Pee Wee herman crack cocaine no oh there's look it up on youtube there's a <laughs> there there's a, a very serious Pee Wee herman doing his Serious Pee Herman voice. Oh, this is crack. And it's whack. And it's like, no, Pee Wee, put that please, down. Please Why don't. do you have... I know you've been to South Florida, but put that down. Yeah. Oh. I love Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> yeah. Also Pee Wee I also Herman. liked Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> yeah, until he got busted in South Florida. Yeah. Hey, our legacy. Uh, no, but that was one of the reasons you saw all of those educate... It wasn't because... Yeah, you know, know, like Mr. Rogers and Sesame Street, and they were like, "Look at these great shows. We can we can learn something from these and educate children." It was just you no, know, the government said, well, that's... "If you want to show children six hours of mind rotting garbage, you need to have at least thirty yes. minutes of educational material." And that's when GI Joe started putting in those the PSAs at the, the end. PSAs, of, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. and now you know, and knowing is half the battle. Yeah. And that's where eh, the little rainbow yeah. with the star now came you know. from. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, no. I, oh, I remember all yeah. that. Yeah, and that, and that, that was why. It wasn't because of some altruistic oh. push oh, no. to I, make us smarter, better, kinder people. Well, it was also, like, oh, we have totally rotted well, your brains. Also in the 80s, that was when uh, parental stickers were was put right, on to... Right, started to get put on, uh, put on to, to records, records and music and stuff. Thanks to Tipper Gore. I was going to say, Tipper Gore, we yes. haven't forgotten. No, we have not forgotten. I'm still mad about that. Though Tipper. Reading the uh, interviews with with uh, well-known musicians going to Congress to talk about how this is problematic. Yeah, that's fine. And troublesome. The the Frank Zappa was very eloquent oh, about and, it and, and a uh, bunch of other musicians. Um, John Denver. Yes. Yeah. Talks about Rocky Mountain High. Yeah. He's like, oh, I didn't. I was just literally talking about going into the mountains and yeah. having a good, wholesome time. But you could think I was talking about drugs. Yeah. 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 So the the 80s, 80s, it was a weird... It was a weird time. And and, mo- and, again, and being a child we in were the children. 80s. Yeah, children. We didn't really pick up on a lot of these. No. No, we what, did not. What's the weirdest thing about growing up in the 80s that you did? And then we'll... And then Wearing we'll plastic shoes. Oh, God, jellies. Jellies. And then plastic bracelets. Oh, There was yes. plastic everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere, people. We I kill- don't understand it. We killed so many sea turtles. So many things. Pla- there was a... 
for a while there, I remember having like a hundred plastic bracelets on both my arms and jellies. Mm -hmm. Those shoes are terrible. Did you ever have the Rue shoes that had the little Velcro pocket that you could stick a dime in? No, I wasn't allowed those. I had Keds. I had white Keds that we drew on with puff paint. Oh, see, white Keds when I was in middle school were the shishiest. Oh, well, there were, I don't even think they were actually kids. They were just like, <laughs> they were probably a knockoff that we got at some thrift store. Uh, my weirdest memory from growing but up. But I, oh, gem dolls. Oh, and gem, oh, gem was another I had, one. I had all the gem dolls. That also was selling us toys. Well, they were, well, I didn't even know it was a cartoon until much later. Um, I actually got <gasps> all the. You never knew about gem being truly, truly, truly outrageous? Well, no, I did because the, the, every doll came with a tape. The cassette tape, and I listened to those songs. Was, were the Misfits and, your favorite? Of course, the Misfits were my favorite. Also, we got all of the dolls on sale, um, hmm, uh, because my mom found them at some like discount I, store. I, I was big into Shira, Rainbow Bright, oh, well, we had and My Little Ponies. I loved My Little. They were candy-colored horses. Yes, I was a child. I was very yeah. into that. I think my grandfather. Bought all the She-Ra stuff for us one one Christmas from the PX. I liked She-Ra. So it was, if you're, it was Battle Princess, well, I, was, I could get into that. The PX, and she had a flying Pegasus horse. Yeah, the PX is basically if you if you live on an army, if you live on an army base, or if you are army affiliated, you can go to this. It's almost like a big Sam's Club, but you have to be <laughs> military, and you can pretty much get. Anything you want there Knock off at, Shira toys. at really cheap. No, these were actual Shiras. <laughs> I had my. We had I just the, like the best. I like my mental castle. image of them being knockoff yeah. is better because then it's like Sheba. Well, we would get. He would give it like for some weird reason. He thought we were. Well, I guess because we're girls. He thought we really liked dolls. I had strawberry shortcake. And so he I would like, give us like star- they he would give us animals. these weird Barbies, but they were always the Barbies that were kind of <laughs> the Barbies that was no one like else wanted. Peaches and cream Barbie or like I, we did have western I had skipper. the 1970s western Barbie that had blue eyeshadow that when you push the button on the back she winked. Oh, I didn't. I had the horse. I didn't yeah. have the Barbie that went with it, but I had the Barbie Western Barbie horse. I did not have that horse. I, my, had, I had. I had. I had the yellow horse. I had, and my brother had the black. We horse. weirdly had and a we Lone Ranger horse. Oh, my brother! Lone, oh, that was another I thing that lo- was in the eighties. Yeah, my a, brother loved the. Lone I had the Ranger. Lone Ranger horse, and then I had my Western Barbie, and there the Western go. Barbie had to ride the. Well, uh, honestly, she, she honestly, the Trigger. Lone Ranger horse was better because it was more articulate. Yeah, no, this the, was just a solid yeah. plastic yeah. horse that didn't yeah, move. Stupid. It did have I a like brushable it. tail, though. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, my weirdest memory of growing up in the 80s is having to take place in uh, duck and cover drills because mm. we lived near a nuclear power plant that was in Miami and the Cuban Missile Crisis had just happened. We we were eva- we almost hey. yeah we did almost evacuate during Three Mile Island yes because we lived well, in Three Maryland. Mile Island we were happened. living in we were living in Maryland at the time and uh and when it when the alarms went off that was probably ten miles away from mm-hmm. where we lived and so I remember my mom trying to bundle us up and put us into a vehicle to get us away yeah and that uh we I remember my father saying. Uh, you do realize that that if 
we're too close and that if it actually blows up, we're, we're, we're done. So they, well, that, they told us that if you hid under your desk, you would be well, protected yes. from the nuclear fallout, which I don't think is factu- factually accurate. No, no. Oh, I did also forget about the drug notebook I had. The drug workbook, not notebook. I was about to say, what did you keep under? <laughs> no, no. When I was in the middle, when I was in elementary school, it was the it was the eighties. Yes. Dare was a thing, yes. and I did live in South Florida, right near my like yes. forty five minutes away from Miami the during swamp. the cocaine years. <laughs> Miami is the little town cocaine built. Um, yeah, in the height of when people were shooting up malls with semi automatic weapons. Yeah. You know, Scarface. Yeah, you know, yeah. We get this scar- less Scarface, more cocaine cowboys. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> but uh, so they this is so steampunk. Well, and to keep <laughs> no. us off of drugs, they thought a really good thing to do would be to teach us all the street names. Oh, for of drugs. all the drugs, so that we would know what drugs we were being offered. So when somebody said, "Do you want some angel dust?" We wouldn't think it was glitter or something. We would know it was PCP. And then that would make us it, jump off a roof. But wouldn't you then, if someone were to say, "Wouldn't do you want some angel dust and you're expecting glitter and they hand you drugs, wouldn't you then go, oh, I'm sorry, I wanted I glitter. I had glitter. <laughs> I thought you had glitter. Pet, I'm going to go. As far as I can tell, the whole D.A.R.E. program, Basically Nancy thought children Reagan, were stupid. thought that children only did drugs because they didn't know, A, the word no. Which everyone knows, every child also knows stranger the word danger. No. Uh, and that B, you were really confused about what drugs really were. Like you just had a, you just were gonna be like, is that like candy? Okay. And I don't think anybody ever accidentally took PCP because oh. <laughs> they got offered angel dust and was like, is that a pixie stick? And just like, yes. you know, downed it. Are we morons? <laughs> no. Well, you also, know. do you remember all of like? Do you guys have to do the jump rope bathons? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We we, we had a lot of jump rope bathons and, and yeah. slap and Chinese yeah. and the uh, the little double dutch. Du- not double dutch. It was Chinese jump rope, which is probably super racist. It was a two super elastic stretchy thing that you stretched between two people's feet and you did little skipping motions. Oh, I didn't know that. That one. was low to the ground instead of being swung oh, over your yeah, head. Yeah, no, I didn't. That know. was really big when and also a cat's cradle. It was really oh, big yes. when I was in elementary right. school. So yeah. if somebody else was exposed to the horribly, potentially racist version of jump rope that I was, I feel like that's probably weirdly racist. It why was it? Is. I, yeah. Who, what, why? why did you put that moniker in front of it? Why couldn't it just be like Mississippi jump rope? Like, why'd you have to get weird and gross? Sing solo jump rope. Yeah, no, because you still had two people. Oh, two people really? held it. Yeah, two. you held it around your ankles. I am not familiar with it. It was oh, like a giant rubber time. band and it's... two people held it on their yeah, ankles. Nope. And then a third person did little complex oh, yeah, skippy no. things. Oh, that's because it. you had friends. Uh, I didn't have friends. <laughs> I, I mean... mean other people did it. I, I mean, saw them do it. It was just me and my sister. I tried so, to do it once and I fell flat on my face into the I, dirt. I remember having my friend Anne having to teach me uh, swimming pool games in the summer. and um, You didn't know Marco Polo? Well, no. Well, most of those games like involve, involve more, more than, than two one. people. Yeah. And and Claude did not like to leave the, uh, the shallow end. So no Marco Polo for you. No, she, no. As long as she was in her floaty. Yeah, uh, you could have done. Uh, uh, we Cat's would do. Cradle, we would do foxes under, but that only 
That it's very boring. So no Red Rover. No Red Rover. No ghosts in the graveyard. No. It red uh, goose goose duck. Goose. Duck duck goose. Yeah, I had. I, <laughs> You're like goose well, goose. It was a goose goose. It was goose. just called goose. The way goose goose because it was just goose, and then you would hit each other goose, in the head. Goose loon. Yeah. What was that? No no, no. Duck, duck 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 goose. No, never played that. Oh no. Your no. childhood was so sad. I read a lot of books. I mean, I did too. But that's just because I was... I read a lot of comic books too. I mean, I did too. So (laughs) many. I was just because I was a nerd, not because I was a sad nerd.
set for baby Emmett. I feel very targeted right now. With Adam Ant, desperate but not serious, and the grandfather of all sad nerds, the cure, Robert Smith, and Charlotte sometimes. Oh, I can't point fingers. I listen to so much the cure. I've seen them in concert like five times. I've seen them enough for both of us. I'm jealous. But I have seen a lot of They Might Be Giants. That's true. I have not yet seen They Might Be Giants. So I have seen them out. so many times because I love them. Yeah. 
It I... evens out. If we could somehow get They Might Be Giants and The Cure to tour together, then we could both fulfill some kind of ch- sad nerd checkmark box. That, seem, that would be a really weird concert, but I could see it happening. I could, I could see, see it happening. I could see it happening. I once saw The Cure at a rave in Miami. They were playing there for a rave fest. Well, it was called Ultra Ultra Fest. Yeah. And they played it because they got asked. Yeah. Because <laughs> they well, actually interviewed. I... They're like, why are you playing a rave? And he was like, mm, somebody asked us to. And we went, we oh, never played a rave before. Okay. I saw They Might Be Giants uh, twice at a punk club. There you go. Okay. So, <laughs> were there a bunch of confused punks? Uh, yeah. Well, the second time, the first time it wasn't so bad. Because it was pretty obvious because it was the two Johns and a tape recorder playing the backing track. <laughs> That's so great. It was beautiful. Uh, the fir- the second time was uh, they were playing. <laughs> they played and uh, a mosh pit opened up. Mm-hmm. Like it does. Because it's a punk club and it was the 90s. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and they had, they stopped. <laughs> They stopped playing, and uh, one of the Johns, I can never tell tell which one is which. I, there's just accordion one John. Accordion John or Guitar John? It was Accordion John. Accordion stopped, John. Stopped the show and said, hey guys, where they might be giants. I don't know if you noticed this, but we have an accordion. <laughs> We're not, it's not really this, a is, this isn't really a moshing kind of show. I do believe there is a punk band playing downstairs. So maybe if you want to mosh, you should go there. But if you want to hear our music, awesome. Stick around. It's going to be great. I have an accordion. <laughs> and I have an accordion. And, and then, then they, they played. And then they continued playing their song. Yeah. It was a very weird, but there was a time period in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, where mosh pits would just open up. Yeah, sporadically. At, no matter what it was. Yeah. Well, we can talk about mosh pits yes. more than the 90s. We're yes. going on two hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we should say if you like this thing we do, this clockwork of cabarets, you can help support us in many ways. Go to Agony Aunt Studios for all the deets, the hot, deep deets. I'm going to keep saying it. I know you hate it. Uh, you can support us on pa- Patreon. You can support us by donating to our PayPal. You can follow us on social media. And all of the information is there. And with that, we come to the last song. Yes. Which I'm sure you're all very excited to get this over with. Yes. Here I stop <laughs> rambling about our and childhoods. And so, we are going to end with a very, I think, very stereotypical, perfect ending to this episode. That's right. And the steampunkiest song yes. on here. Joan Jett, Bad Reputation. And we'll see you all next week when we delve into the 90s. Our teenage years. Oh, it's going to be so good.
just discovered a very rare bit of audio from former Prime Minister Winston Churchill. Let's have a listen. I, Winston Churchill, wholeheartedly believe that the Clockwork Cabaret is the finest example of steampunk radio programming. Never before have I heard anything quite so marvellous, and I doubt I shall ever hear anything like it again. Calpurnia, continue on your journey, broadcasting your marvellous music, and sail on to glory! If you would like to find out more about this programme, please check out clockworkcabaret.com or clockworkcabaret.podbean.com or follow us on Twitter at clockworkcabaret. That's C-L-O-C-K-W-R-K Cabaret.